Hello, my name is Lizzie. If you didn't know from the, um, you know, title. Well, not title, because the title is just ramblings, because that's what I've decided to make every single one, because that's all I do. Um, but you know, whatever. This one is going to be like spooky stories. Um, I'm trying to debate whether I want to roll a blunt first. I'm going to. So, we're going to chit chat first. Okay? So, I haven't been doing much, honestly. I just got back from a vacation up in the cabin with family. It's it's fun. I love I love that side of my family. It's my mom's sister. Um her husband and her kids. We've always been super close. Sorry, hold on, give me one sec. Okay. We've always been super close. Um since I was a kid, because my mom worked a lot, um, she was a full-time nurse, and it meant that, um, she worked, like, 16-hour days, and so, instead of leaving us home all day by ourselves, she sent us, me and my brother, to my aunt's house over the summer. Over the school year, obviously, it wasn't that bad. We were in school most of the time, but over the summer it was a little trickier, and my aunt um, is a preschool teacher, so she didn't really work over the summer that much. Um, my one cousin has cystic fibrosis, so she was always inside. We were very close in age, so... I mean, not very close, but closer than my other cousins. The other two are a little bit older. Um, I think they're almost in their 30s now. Very close to it. Yeah, because uh, my cousin Jordan, who has CF, she... I think she's 25. I want to say she's 25. Maybe she's not. She might be 24. Anyway. Um, hold on. 96. 96 minus... 19? What is that? Just gonna be 96 minus 119. Do I know math? No, I don't. So, what is that actually? I'm gonna do math on the calculator because I really want to know now. Somebody call out the answer because right now I'm having a major brain fart. 23. No, I guess my brother was 96. I think she's 24. Because I think my brother's turning 23. Yes, he is. Did he already turn 23? I think he turned 23 already. Yeah, he did. 
He did. September. I suck. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway. So, she is 24. Uh, my other cousins, yeah, I think they're 30. I'm like, 31. Something like that. Um. Anyway, the point of that was, ooh, I've hung out with them a lot growing up, and we do a lot of stuff together. Apparently that's not normal. I mean, not, not normal, but, well, yeah, yeah. According to almost every one of my other friends, they do not get it together with their family nearly as much as I do. I see my family probably once a month, like, group setting, see my family. <laughs> Maybe it's once every other month, but it's a lot, like, and there's normally 13 plus people there, but yeah, we live very close and just, there's always been kids and people want to keep in touch with the kids and so... Yeah. Um, up to the cabin, though, we... It was... My aunt and uncle, three cousins, Jordan, Bria, Kayla. Um, Kayla and Bria's husbands, Josh. Oh, wait, let's say this right. Sean is with Kayla. Bria is with Josh. Josh is with Bria. Whatever. Um, and then Bria has two kids. So, we take our bunch and go to three hours away to a cabin. Well, three and a half, about. But it's really peaceful. There's barely any reception up there. <laughs> if somebody was to murder you, that'd be the place. But, you know, it was fun. I love... I love doing it. I've been... They invited me... Two years ago? And then have invited me, like, ever since. Um... Basically, ever since I could drive, like, they've... And, like, had my own car, and a car that ran well. They've invited me to the beach trip, and... Cabin trip... They invited my mom, too, this year, but she has a bad shoulder and now a bad knee. So, we did a lot of hiking this time. Last year we didn't, though, which kind of was disappointing to me. I probably even talked about it. I've been doing this for a little while, you know, like, recording my voice. Not consistently, sadly. Sorry about that, but... <laughs> I do it when I can and when I feel like it, you know. I can't promise I'll be ne back next week, you know. That type of shit. <sighs> if you need getting out, if you need help. I really just said, is he? If he need help. Does he need help, ma'am? Anyway. Um, I really need to wash my hair. My hair is like itchy. I hate that. Whenever I... Well, I mean, I'm sure. Sorry, I'm dirty. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't wash my hair every day. But then, sometimes I go a little too long without washing it. 
and I really start to feel it, I'm like, mm, okay, girl, you need to, you need to do something with your hair because it is not looking cute. I don't do shit with my hair. I have this plastic clip right now. That's been my go-to because it kind of leaves my hair. Like when I have a hairband around it, it twirls around too many times, like in a bun, that it ends up falling out halfway. My hair is getting very long. It's just about to my butt now. I want it like midway, like, like, I don't know how to word this. Basically like half down my butt, you know? Like, not to my legs yet, but pretty darn close. <laughs> and I, you know, when I first started growing it, I was like, I want it to my butt. Now it's to my butt. And I'm like, mm, I want it a little longer. <laughs> it just doesn't seem that long to me anymore. I'm like, it's long, but it could be longer, you know? It is very dead, though. It needs needs some love it's the split ends which is why i want it like halfway to my butt because then i could cut the split ends and it would still be basically to my butt you know or i could just cut it myself and not give a fuck it could be that too okay is he like getting out or not i don't really know whatever excuse me um Yeah. Friends still don't talk to me. <coughs> Just kidding. My one friend, David, has been talking to me more. And so has Tyler, surprisingly. I don't know, you know, I mean, Tyler has been more so since my friend passed away. Um, he committed suicide. And we both knew him. Um, so he's been honestly talking to me more since then. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh, and David. I, well, David also kind of started talking to me more since... He passed away. David was a lot closer with my friend and passed away. Um, they were like two peas in a pod during elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. It's and middle school, honestly. Like all through their Yeah. Yeah sad. It was really sad. Um, he was not talking to... Oh, I'm sorry. Rolling blunt. Um, he wasn't talking to him when he passed, when he committed suicide, because they would, they had been arguing. And I just recently spoke with his mom, because... It was his birthday, which just passed, um, 
And we had a little party for him. David was there. So we hung out the other day, like after it. Um, I saw her, his mom, and she told me it was, he, he wasn't going down a great path before it happened. So, I feel like that might have something to do with why they weren't friends right then, but they had done that before, like, not been friends and then talked again, yeah, but, so I think they would have talked again, but, well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they will someday, I guess not, see, people say someday, but, like, is it really a day? I don't think people in heaven, which I do believe in heaven, um, I don't think time works like that. You don't, you don't, you won't see them in some day. You'll see them basically right now to them. No time has passed. Nothing's passed. It will be like a second has passed and then you're there with them. Hopefully. I don't know. Who knows? Right. And I know some people will say I'm a contradiction because I'm gay and a Christian, but there are plenty of gay Christians. I I don't think... Anyway, not the point. I can't say I don't have any friends because I do, and I've been hanging out with them some. I saw Joe almost two weeks ago now. No, it was like a full week. Maybe I'll try and see him this coming weekend. If I work enough. I need to pay for insurance soon. Which apparently went up. Fucking sucks, but whatever. I like don't get how it went up though. Like, I haven't changed anything. I haven't same car. I haven't gotten in any accidents. I don't know why it's going up, you know? Normally it goes down as you, like, consistently pay and don't have accidents, right? Like, am I stupid for thinking that? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so enough about my life. Do you want to hear a scary story from Reddit? I bet you hate my voice. <laughs> I know I would. Hold on. I was talking to David just today, speaking of him, <laughs> um, he's doing good, he works a lot, I think he works full time now, <sighs> anyway, let's get down to business, booty feet, the home. And his tiny daughters on the rocks. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, she just slipped up. Let's do it. 
get into this story real quick. So, the story is, I got paid 20k to test a video game. Now everything I love is dead. Alright. My buddy Steve was a genius at making money without doing anything. At one point, he was involved in 12 different clinical trials at the same time. Some of these were for drugs that would have had bad interactions, but it didn't matter to Steve because he never actually took the drug. <laughs> he did it like they do in the movies, just slipped them under his tongue and then spat them out in his hand when the doc turned away. Other trials were for new therapeutic approaches and things like that. Those were no problem. Those were no problem for Steve either. At most, he had to lie literally and metaphorically on somebody's couch for an hour each week and then collect his check on the way out. Un momento, por favor. But eventually they caught on, and Steve was put on some kind of list. There was a nationwide ban on Steve, so he couldn't participate in any more trials sponsored by universities or private drug companies, which essentially precluded him from that easy money. But Steve found a workaround. Not all experiments are above board and sanctioned by the FDA or whatever. <clears throat> <coughs> There is, in fact, a hidden world of people testing things out in their garages, streamlining the whole process without having to worry about pesky and expensive regulations. One of Steve's friends gave him a link to a forum on the dark web, and after that, he was in the pipeline. The thing about these experiments, quote-unquote, is that if it were for, say, a new drug, they didn't trust you to just swallow the pill. You had to open your mouth, lift your tongue, and then you actually, you'd have, you had to actually take the thing because these people weren't fucking around. But boy, did they pay. One morning, I was awakened by, sorry. One morning, I was awakened by an insanely loud banging at my apartment door. Who's that? Moaned my girlfriend, Sophia. I looked at the clock, blurry eyes, it was 5.55am. Open up, dude, shouted Steve from the hallway. Oh, fuck him, said Sophia. He could be in trouble, I said, shooting out of bed full of adrenaline. I answered the door in my boxers, and there was Steve, bouncing up and down his pupils, each the size of the moon. Are you okay? I asked. I'm awesome said Steve. Holy shit, dude. This stuff? They gave me a thousand dollars to take one fucking pill. And it rules so much. It feels so good. Oh my god, Jay. Oh my god. My head hurt as I tried to piece together a thought. So, you're high and you came to tell me that you got paid a lot of money to get high? I felt a surge of rage welled up deep inside of me. <laughs> yes! I mean, no. Look, man. You're my best friend. I love you. I love you so much. I want to... No, listen. I came here because, look, look, there's money. A lot of money. For me, for you, 
twenty fucking thousand dollars for a video game to play a video game for <laughs> or something dude 20 grand to play a video game for a few hours look i'm just telling you this because i love you you don't need to take the drugs or anything just some virtual reality stuff for a few hours and boom 20 grand in your pocket like that the flood of rage died down as i tried to make sense of what steve was saying i couldn't what are you saying i said i asked why are you here before the crack of dawn Sophia's pissed. So am I, really. No, 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 said Steve, with a horrified look on his face. No, I want you to be happy. Sophia, too. Look, listen, look. You still have to have that tour browser I set up for you. And all that. You still have that tour browser I set up and all that? Uh, I guess so. Good, good, good. Listen, look. Steve jammed his hand in his pocket and pulled out a piece of paper. Look, just type in this, type this in, and you'll see. You'll see. Easy money, okay? $20,000. You can finally buy that engagement ring you've been. I reached and smacked Steve across the head. Jesus Christ, you keep it down, yeah? Steve looked shocked and hurt for a moment before the realization dawned on me. Oh shit, my bad, my bad. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I wish I could delete it. I wish I could delete it. Listen... Are you going to are you going to check this out or what? He held out the crumpled piece of paper to me. I took it and shrugged. I'll check it out, Steve, but that's it for now. Why don't you head home and sleep this one off, huh? Yes, Steve said, nodding his head like crazy. Yes, check it out. I need I'll sleep it off. I started to close the door, but he stuck his foot in before it closed. Uh, dude? Yeah. Can I use your bathroom? I opened the door and sighed as he rushed into the bathroom and started puking his guts out. Steve received a ban from our apartment after that, but we stayed in touch. He would text me every few hours asking if I'd check on if I'd checked out the advertisement for the video game trial yet. The truth was I had checked it out as soon as he left that morning, but I was undecided. <clears throat> on the one hand, the $20,000 sure was intriguing. That was almost half again as much. That was almost half again as much as I made in a year. More than half. After taxes. And I had a feeling that this wasn't the sort of gig where you took taxes out. I'd be able to do a lot of things with that money. Take Sophia out for all kinds of dinners. Maybe take a vacation. Travel, some, travel somewhere interesting. The kinds of things we always wanted to do, but never could afford to do. Then, too, yes, there was that engagement ring. Sophia would say yes either way, even if I presented her with some rolled-up aluminum foil. But I wanted it to be special. I wanted it to be... Sp I wanted it to be special, but I couldn't afford to make it special. On the other hand, well, the whole thing was sketchy as fuck. Who pays some Joe off the street? 20,000 to test a video game. And why go through such shady channels to see that th set that thing up? I knew from the start that nothing good could come from it. I knew that, but I did it anyway. Alright, I wrote in a text to Steve. I'm in for the video game thing. My man! We're gonna be swimming in fucking caviar, my dude.
Steve and I drove to the address together. <clears throat> it was strangely a respectable-looking office building. We went up, we went up to the office. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on, I want to see how much longer this is. Oh my god. I don't know why I picked such a long one. Dude. Do you even like this? Can I skip some? Okay. Shit, what fucking office is it? The queue. On cue, his phone buzzed. Oh, the basement. The basement? I asked. Not for real? The basement? I don't know about this man. Come on, dude. $20,000. And a nice building, too. I'm used to going to crazy people's garages and swallowing God knows what. This is going to be cake. I nodded as we walked down to the elevator. Sense of unease grew larger and larger until... It was screaming at me, turn around, whatever this is, it's bad. It's just a video game, I muttered. What's that? I stopped out of it. I said, let's go, play this fucking, this dumb video game and get paid. That's the attitude, Steve said. Grinning as the elevator door slid closed behind me. We rode down the basement as I tried to calm, calm myself down. It's a video game in the basement of a respectable office. Probably they could only afford to rent the basement. I shut myself up. Before I could ask, they could only afford to rent the basement, but they're paying 20000 each. When we reached the bottom, the door slid open. The first thing I saw was a man and a woman sitting at a plastic work table in the middle of a large room. Other than that, it looked like a standard basement with equipment like boilers and hot water heaters. Exposed wiring, concrete floors. Welcome, Stephen and Jason, is that right? That's us, said Steve, stepping off the elevator. I followed behind and watched as the woman wrote something on her clipboard. That's fantastic, the man said. Right on time. Well, a few minutes late, but that's okay. It happens, the woman said. People have things to do. We respect that. That's why we're going to get right down to business. Or, uh, nearly so. First, we need to sign the contract. The woman held out two clipboards, and we each took one. Before I looked at it... I took a moment to note that my unease had not subsided, despite the surface friendliness of the man and the woman. Somehow, that made it more bizarre. But they were just sitting there, so poised, amongst the plumbing pipes, running overhead, ready to offer us a lot of money to play a video game. Where do we play the game? I asked, looking around. I don't see any TV or anything. Up here, said the man, tapping his head. Uh, I started. Steve gave me a nudge. They'll tell us what to do, he said. Just sign the contract, dude. He scrawled some information into a few boxes and dashed off the signature while I read more closely. The participant agrees not to seek compensation beyond the predetermined amount. In this case, the predetermined amount was $20,000 for participation in one trial game of total control. The makers of TC... And the administrators of the trial hereby relieve themselves of all liability for any injuries sustained during the gameplay and the express agreement of the participation injuries. 
What kind of game is this? The woman smiled. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to tell you anything about the game until you sign a contract. After that, you'll know all about it. In the event that the participant is unable to collect the predetermined amount, at the end of the game, the maker of the TC will transfer the funds to the person the participate the participants of the participants choosing. The following box is for the participants to note the name and address of the next of kin. So you're saying that if we die, you'll give the money to somebody we choose? Is that right? That's right, said the man. If we die while playing your game, I stressed. Turn to Steve. This is nuts. It's a lot of money, dude. Take it or leave it. I'm taking it. I tried to convince myself to leave it, but then I thought about the Europe. Going to Europe with Sophia. I wrote her name in the next weekend box and then signed the form. I handed the clipboard to the woman who scanned it over. Fantastic. Now will you tell us what will you tell us what the game is? I asked. We'll do better than that, said the man. He reached out down into the clipboard box on the ground and pulled out what looked like two headsets. We'll show you the game. Please, gentlemen, put these devices on your head and prepare for the experience unlike any other. Or so we hope, he added laughing. Steve didn't hesitate to put the thing on his head. Okay. When I woke up, I was strapped to a chair sitting opposite the man, the woman behind their table next to Steve. There was only a dull ache in my head now. But it didn't take long for me to burst into full-on panic. Ah, oh, good. You're both awake. She stood up calmly, walking, walked over, and undid my straps. What is this? What the fuck is this? An experiment, said the man. Don't worry, we've ironed out some kinks since the last time we tried it. What experiment? I asked, standing on wobbly legs. <clears throat> what are you going to do to us? The woman went on to work unstrapping Steve. We've implemented a device in your head, she explained. It allows us to control your physical movements, or so we hope. Steve rubbed his head. What the fuck? You're going to pay us, right? Of course, said the man. He reached into his cardboard box and pulled out two thick envelopes. I hope cash is okay. He tossed them across the table to our feet. Steve went down, tore his open. I saw the cash inside. Okay. That's worth it for a little headache, I guess. Alright, so you've implant implemented oh implanted these devices in our brains. Okay, so we can leave now? You can try, said the man. But you won't be able to if we don't want you to, said the woman. And we don't want you to, said the man. Not until you fight to the death, said the woman. I jumped to my feet and tried to slow down my breathing. Come on, man, I said to Steve. That's enough of this. I bent down to pick up the envelope and then started talking, walking towards the elevator. Thanks for the money, guys, said Steve. And then he followed behind me and pushed the button. The light came on and we waited for the elevator to come. Then I reached my fist back and swung it as hard as I could at Steve's jaw. It connected with a loud crack and I saw blood, spray of blood leave his mouth. What the fuck? groaned Steve, rubbing his jaw felt dizzy. The fuck indeed. 
Why had I just socked my best friend in the face for no reason? I dude, I'm sorry. I have no idea what I did. Why I did that? Steve spit out some blood on the basement floor. Forget it. Let's just get the fuck out of here. The, ele the elevator door dinged. Sounds good to me. I said as the door slid open. I went to step in, and then suddenly I felt a hand grab my shoulder and roughly spin me around. It was Steve. He had a confused look on his face as he grabbed my neck with both hands and started to choke me. My nerves exploded in panic. As I struggled to breathe, I felt myself bring up my knee up into Steve's balls. He let out, he let go of my neck and then hunched over. What's happening? He gasped. I brought my elbow down on his back and he screamed out in pain. I don't know. I don't know. I looked over at the man and the woman still seated behind the plastic work table. They were each holding their game controllers and smiling. What the fuck is happening? The woman pushed a button and suddenly Steve lunged at me. Driving his shoulder into my gut, we hit the ground together, my elbow taking the brunt of the impact. I'm so sorry, cried Steve. I can't stop it. I reached up and grabbed Steve's face in my hand. I didn't want to. I tried to make myself stop, but I couldn't. I began squeezing between my thumb and middle finger, which were spreading out and gripping the spot behind his eye socket. Stop this, I shouted. Oh, God. Steve sunk his... sunk into my palm with his teeth and tore a chunk of my flesh out. I felt the searing pain and deep fears. He spit my skin onto the ground. I tried to will myself to stay still, but I couldn't. I punched him in the eye. When his head jerked back from the blow, I pushed against his chest and twisted around. <clears throat> so now I was on top of him. I took a clump of his hair in my hand and began smashing his head against the concrete floor again and again and again. I was crying. I was begging myself to stop. I was begging the man and the woman to stop whatever they were doing. I was begging Steve to forgive me as his head hit the floor with a thunk that sounded wetter and wetter each time as blood gushed and sprayed everywhere. Okay, the man said after a while. That's enough. My player is dead now. I heard the woman laugh. I told you I would win. Suddenly, I was in control of my own movements again. I set Steve's head gently on the ground, knelt next to him, sobbing. What have I done? What do you make? What did you make me do? Now, now, said the man, standing up. It's not all bad news. <sighs> he walked over and picked up the envelope cash that Steve had dropped. He did name you as his next of kin. So, you've just made $40,000. I looked up at him with blurry eyes. You fucking monsters! I said, standing up. I'll fucking kill you! I ran at him full rage with my arms outstretched, but when I got to him, I slowed down, spread my arms wider, and braced him in a friendly hug. My mind screamed in terror and rage, but my body wouldn't respond. <laughs> we control you now, said the woman. We're happy... To let it go at this. You've served our purpose as beta testers. We'll let you get into in that elevator with your money and you'll never hear from us again if you honor your contract. Do you remember your contract? There's a copy of it in your back pocket. There's one bit that you should be careful, pay careful attention to. The bit about how you are never to tell anyone 
anything close to what happened here. Don't worry about coming up with an explanation for your friend. We'll take care of that. All you have to do is... All... All you have to do about this, all is, literally nothing. Don't say a word. You're probably best forgetting it ever happened. There's a hose in the corner, said the man. Clean yourself up, take your money, and leave. I did that. I just wasn't sure if I was the one doing it. After I killed Steve, my life fell apart. Of course it did. I knew that I wasn't in control of my actions at the time. But that didn't help at all. I'd watched the life leave his eyes. I'd gone on smashing his head against the concrete again and again. Oh, well after he was dead. I had nightmares about it every night. The worst part was that I couldn't tell anybody about it. What was I supposed to do? Turn myself into the police? For murdering my friend literally against my will? How would that help anything? I wanted to tell Sophia. I wanted to tell her so badly, but I couldn't. Those people had put the fear in me. We started doing fancy things together with money, like going out to eat, but it was no good. It was like a part of me had died when Steve had died. When I had bashed the life out of him, Sophia didn't want fancy dinners and all the things that money can buy. She wanted me, but I wasn't there anymore. I started drinking more and more. I considered suicide. Not seriously at first, but as time went by, it seemed more and more like a viable option. Anything to stop the never-ending guilt and grief. For her part, Sophia stuck with me for longer than I could have. I could have hoped for. But finally, it got to be too much. It was clear enough that things were over well before the night we lay in bed together. After yet another failed attempt of making love. I can't do this anymore, Jay, she said. I love you, but something changed after Steve's accident. I I know that he was he was your best friend and it tore your heart out, but what about life? What about me? You didn't die, I didn't die. We're still here and I can't do it anymore. It's been three months. I don't think I've heard you laugh once. I, I'm not blaming you, and I can't tell you how much I wanted to be able to do this. It's my failure, really, but like I said, we're still alive, and I want to live while I can. I want you to live, too. I clenched my jaw, trying to fight back tears, trying to think rationally. If you really loved her, you'd tell her to fuck off, but I didn't. I have something to tell you, I said, and then my skull- Oh god! Then as my soul screamed in horror, I smothered her with a pillow. I've been in bed with Sophia's corpse for two days now. Yesterday I got a text. We have gathered all the data we need. Your contract has been fulfilled. Your unit has been deactivated. We thank you for your participation and wish you the best of luck. I don't know what to do. I'll start here by typing this out. My name's Jay, and I killed my best friend and the love of my life. But I wasn't in control of my body at the time. Where do I go from here? Oh my god. I was fucked up.
Well, never ever do anything with the dark web. Please don't ever. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Alright. Check that off my fucking bucket list. <laughs> Not that it ever was. That's fucking... What the fuck? Oh my god. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Would you take $20,000 to play a video game? But not a video game? Alright, well, I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> that was, that was brutal. And I've talked way too long now. Alright, I hope your night is good. Be freaked out about people implanting things in your head and make them kill your best friend. Good thing I don't have any, right? <laughs> I'm kidding, I have a best friend. That would fucking suck. Alright, anyway. Bye-bye.